Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your Dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton, and this week I want to invite you to my Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. I'm going to be running a four-day challenge in my Facebook group. The link is in the section under the YouTube video. Please come and join us. Now is an incredible time on the planet to be building a 5D life in alignment with your soul. And it's much easier to do that with like-minded, conscious community around you. So please come and join the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. You won't regret it. It's a high vibrational community of people changing the world, doing their dharma, making a difference and living in this new 5D energy. You will be absolutely blown away with the life that you can create. If you can believe it, you can create it. Believing is seeing. I really wanted to do this talk because it is such wild, crazy times out there. And I really felt that doing a talk about how we can thrive, not just survive, was really kind of topical. Now, 2020 has been already such a monumental year. Like, obviously, we're in July, about to go into August, so seven, seven months in. And does anyone remember, right at the start of, um, of 2020, we obviously had the bushfires. So already, hi, Grace. Uh, already we've had the bushfires in Australia, which were absolutely, you know, horrific and monumental themselves. Anyone remember the locusts? We had this swarm of, you know, giant locusts. And then, of course, we went into um, COVID, uh, coronavirus and lockdown. And so it's been quite an epic year. And so the reason for wanting to do this talk was to give you guys some context because when we have an understanding of what is going on, essentially, we have a different frame of reference and a different context to put our lives into. Now, um, so much is happening. Obviously, people who have gone into lockdown, you know, um, we've had, six, I think, suicides gone through the roof 600%. Um, we've had, uh, obviously, you know, alcohol sales have gone through the roof. Um, Parents obviously have had their kids at home, you know, homeschooling. However, I'm looking at Claire now, she's you know, got loads, loads of kids suddenly descended on her. You know, so it's been an incredibly stressful time for a lot of people. Um, and really what we've been seeing is that any of our issues are potentially being exasperated by the surroundings. So the reason for doing this talk was to give you some context and to essentially give you a new frame of reference and way of looking at things. 
And that frame of reference and way of looking at things, hopefully, you, you tell me, but hopefully will give you peace of mind around actually hold on, I do understand what is happening on this planet right at this second. And I actually understand what's happening in my own life. So we're going to talk about the planetary aspects. We're going to talk about the earth as a whole. And we're going to talk about us as individuals, what we potentially could be experiencing. So a little bit about me. Most of you know me. You've had the pleasure of doing something <laughs> with chanting, whatever it be, podcasts. You know, most of you know who I am and what I do. Um, but just for the record, I am an accredited coach um, and I um, essentially ha have the Dharma Life Academy, which is all about creating your own dream life and putting things into action. I have my podcast, the Dharma Life podcast, which is all about the ascension process and helping people uncover their purpose. And how I got into all this stuff is my whole life fell apart. Um, a lot of you know my story, but just again, quickly for the new people. 21, I had a nervous breakdown. 21 to about 28, I suffered with drug and alcohol problems. I had chronic depression to the point where I was floating up out of my body, wanted to take my own life on various several occasions. Um, and, you know, it was a pretty horrific time, if I'm honest with you. Um, but now I understand why I had to go through all of that. You know, I had lots of dark nights of the soul um, and kind of what we're experiencing on earth you know at the moment what everybody's experiences is, is our paradigms everything we thought to be true is shattering you know everything we thought was the way the world is is breaking down and of course as much as that was really difficult for me in my 20s what it enabled me to do was to transform a lot of aspects or the darker aspects of myself um and I realize now I've been, I was literally being prepared for this time on earth. I truly believe that all of that stuff I went through and then all the development work I've done, the personal development, spiritual development was to enable me to be what I would call a guide, a guide and a bridge for other people. I get all my crap out the way relatively young. So I can now, you know, I feel blessed that I'm in a position in my life now where things touch wood are working. And I think we're always growing. Nobody's perfect. Um, but I do think that my role as such now is to be what I would call a galactic bridge and a 5D bridge, bridging people into the higher frequencies that are coming to our planet. So um, what we're going to talk about tonight, just going to give you a quick overview. We're going to look at the context, as I said. We're going to look at what ascension means because we are ascending, but I want to give you a really simple way of looking at it. Um, we're going to look at what that means for you personally. And we're going to look at the work you need to be doing. And we're going to look at the opportunity for you guys at the moment. Because I do believe, oh, got Jane coming in. I do believe that there is a huge, huge opportunity for us. It's a real massive opportunity for every single human being. Because we are entering into the Leo Aquarius age, or we've entered into the Leo Aquarius age. And I'm going to um, come on and tell you a little bit more about that. Okay, so let's, let's set the scene about what is happening on the, on the earth at the moment. Well, um, we are ascending, okay? Um, that word has been thrown around a lot recently. You may or may not have heard it. Um, but I wanted to give you a very simple explanation. Um, essentially, we have got higher energy and higher frequencies coming to earth, which what that is doing is it's increasing our consciousness level. 
So if you think about, think about when you were younger, think about how you used to view the world. Well, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I had a certain view of my mum and dad and the world. And it was quite a limited view because obviously that was my experience. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really know anything else. And then as I grew up, my perception of the world grew. And also how I viewed things changed. You know, how I looked at things as a child, my consciousness changed and lifted and shifted and I viewed things in a different way. And so the simplest way to describe conscious, uh, sorry, ascension is a higher state of being. So we are all being called in to being a higher being, a better version of ourselves, a higher consciousness individual. So that there in itself is an opportunity. But the analogy I kind of want to give you is if you imagine a a tunnel with lots of mud at the bottom and you you put high pressure water into the tunnel, what's going to happen? The mud is going to be forced up and out, right? So it's kind of a good analogy for what's happening on a planetary level, on an earthly level, but also on an individual level for each of us. If you know, if you imagine a jet wash coming, I'll just use the analogy again because I know everyone's kind of imagining it. Um, imagine a jet wash of you know, high pressure water forced into a tunnel where there's lots of mud and lots of lower level silt, and it's going to push that up. Okay. So the reason I share that with you is because what we're experiencing personally and on a planetary level, level is our stuff maybe stuff that's out of alignment with the highest version of ourselves will be coming up for us to look at. And this will be varying person to person. Everybody's totally different. Everybody has a totally different journey. I do believe we have the same spiritual uh, alchemical levels that we go through. Um, But each of us will be experiencing this in different ways. And of course, lockdown, you know, that was probably exasperated everything because you have literally been locked in your house with nowhere to go apart from inward. So again, this is probably why we're seeing this rise in suicide. This is why we're seeing the rise in alcohol. You know? so, so the opportunity for us is if we understand that actually anything that's coming up right now is just a sign or a signal. Okay, it's just something that is being flagged by the universe for us to look at and for us to pay attention to. Now, the um, tendency of humans is to distract themselves, whether it be alcohol, shopping. And of course, you know, we couldn't do shopping mainly. We had to stay in our house. But distraction is a really good tool that human beings use to not look at these aspects of themselves. But if you have the understanding that actually anything that is coming up in your life right now is because it's a signpost or a signal, it's calling you into a higher version of yourself. So essentially, we are coming into the Leo Aquarius age. Um, There's kind of lots of discussions around whether we've started or not started. The Mayan calendar ended 2012. And essentially, we have come into what we call the Leo Aquarius age. And I wanted to just share with you some kind of astrological and also some like numerological insights, because again, this time has been written about 
for a long, long period of time. And if you understand, again, what the Leo Aquarius age means in real terms, you can relate this to your own life. Okay. So, do you know, I have, I have a slideshow and I haven't even used it. I'm just cracking on. <laughs> so, Leo Aquarius age. Who's heard, just by show of hands, that we are in the Leo Aquarius age? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. So, think about a lion. Okay. A lion is strong. They're secure. They're centered. They're fierce. Okay. And Aquarius is very much about um, our being our own guru. So the Leo Aquarius age is the intensive self-consciousness of Leo is going to expand into the group awareness of Aquarius. So in English, <laughs> what that actually means is we are being forced. Forced isn't the right word. We're being encouraged through these higher frequencies and through this consciousness shift to essentially step into our own power, our own, what we would call sovereignty. Okay. Now, unfortunately, our education system has very much trained us and taught us to not speak up, to be good workers, to be scared of expressing our truth. Um, none of us want to make a mistake. You know, we're all that's the stuff we kind of carry around. I'm seeing lots of people now, obviously, wanting to share their message and share. I'm myself included. You know, I'm going through a period of my own, you know, coming through my own stuff as well to enable me to share my truth. But this is happening on a global and individual level. Um, so the good news is, is you've got the merging of opposites. You've got masculine and feminine. So the two energies are going to come together to bring spirit to matter. So we're going to see this beautiful wave of spirituality really enter the collective consciousness. You know, we, we had enough people who were awake and aware in 2012, uh, sorry, in, uh, when was it? It was 87 that we were kind of cordoned off for this harmonic convergence so we could ascend. But what we are going to see is humanity go into this beautiful place where it's a more spiritual society and there is kind of this unity consciousness, which is all about the collective. So we, we're strong in our individuality. We have to develop personal sovereignty, our strength in ourselves. but we become we as rather than I, as we have been, we become we. And then another way to look at this would be as we are moving up, we're coming out of our lower chakras, which are about survival, security, self-worth, and we're coming into our heart chakra, which is much more about unconditional love. Um, so it's, it's an exciting time if you kind of know where to look, basically. So um, the analogy that I have been using, you might have seen me use it, is, you know, think about a butterfly and think about a caterpillar going into a butterfly um you know the caterpillar really does have to go into its cocoon and literally it will eat itself <laughs> so um if you think about the planet at the moment we have as a as a race been using our resources um we have been not mindful of the planet 
you know, and obviously one of the good things that's come out of lockdown is the planet has been able to heal, you know, with humans stopping their frenetic activity, the planet has had a lot of time to heal. And, you know, and what I'm seeing is things are changing. You know, people are, they've had three, four months working from home and they don't want to go back to an office. You know, they want to continue working from home. So I do believe that there's going to be huge amounts of fantastic things that will come out of this period. Um, but a, a caterpillar going into a butterfly is messy. You know, it's not a um, particularly, if you actually look at the process, it's a pretty messy process. Um, and the other analogy that I always use is about having a breakdown to break through. You know, all of you think about those periods of your life where you left a relationship or you left a job or, you know, you, you had to do something really difficult and it was difficult. It was a difficult period, but on the other side of it is a bigger, higher, better version of yourself. Like I always think about, you know, the, the job I left, I was, had 12 years in a job and it took me two years to leave because I was so scared of, you know, I was attached to the label. I was attached to the money. Who was I going to be without that job, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I didn't understand all the stuff I understand now, which is actually always be true to yourself because that inner voice never, never does you wrong. Unfortunately, we have lost connection with that inner voice. And so one of the amazing things, again, that is going to be coming out of this Leo Aquarius age is it's really about us going inward and really trusting our own self you know, find people that you resonate with, but the teachers that you resonate with should be encouraging you to really be your own guru. And really it's about you understanding you and trusting you um, and then being true to you. So, okay. So I'm just going to have a little sip of water. Okay. Any questions at this stage? Any, anybody? Hi, hi there. Um, do you know what? It's funny, just before I came on this, I was just looking, my little lad just came in now, he's just broken a stress ball and all the guts of it have gone all over his bed or something, so I've just left into it. But the thing was, he's been on this planet eight years, eight summers, and it just scared me because in all that time, all that fear of Brexit, pedophiles, online, whatever, the forest buyers, Greta Thunberg, the climate change, terrorists at pop concerts. He, that's been his normal. Now this. And you see little kids going into the, the shops and everything. And, you know, everyone's wearing masks now. All this horribleness on the news that I just don't put on. And you think they are being raised in this. And what frightens me, and I really hope, because I know that you wanted to do this, Kitty, um, Eloise, ages ago. But education, you know, there's all this fear, yet there doesn't seem to be many tools provided to offset that. And, you know, if you've got children that are lucky to be have some outdoor space or whatever, I mean, what frightens me are, all these children, bless them, that are in inner city, in flats with parents that aren't coping well, probably alcoholics or whatever. These are the new generation and it just scares me. I just wanted to share that. It just, the fear, it's just everywhere. And the old little wise souls, aren't they, trying to desperately get a handle on what's going on. Yet they're all smiling and resilient. This is their normal and it's so, so sad. It just... It really makes my heart crumble. That's all I wanted to share. Well, thank you for sharing. 
Thank you for sharing. Um, I think you said some really good points there. And one I'd like to really pick up on was, you know, every generation that comes to earth, the souls that are coming to earth now are more awake than I've seen. You know, they're, they're little light stars and their consciousness levels are higher. It's almost like every generation that comes to earth, our consciousness is, you know, is in increasing. So as I do agree, there's lots of stuff that obviously these kids are going through, but you know yourself, kids are very resilient, probably more resilient than adults because they don't, um, you know, they don't get attached. They're just in their world. They're in their happy little world. So as much as, yes, it's horrendous, it's awful, but we, we as a collective need to go through this because we're on the, the brink of this golden age. So we are going into what we call this golden age for humanity, which is this Leo Aquarius age. So as much as it's difficult, you know, our generation, the parents, we are the trauma breakers. You know, so most of us have kind of signed up to be the ones that will take on the crap. Excuse my French. You know, we have come to change the patterns the pedophilia that runs through the alcoholism, the depression, all that stuff that has been running through generational lines for centuries and centuries, we have taken it on and we are clearing it, you know, so they can grow up in a, in a better world. So let's come on and look about what this potentially looks like in your life, because we've talked about it, you know, you've got the macro and you've got the micro. So we've talked about a planetary level, we've talked about the Leo Aquarius age, uh, and we've talked about um, what it looks like on the earth, but let's talk about how this probably is showing up in your own life. So depending on where you are on your own journey will depend on what is happening right now for you. Okay. If you, um, well, again, the other thing that's happening is as this sort of higher energy, higher frequencies come to earth, it's almost like a veil is being lifted. So you might be experiencing, you're seeing things you've never seen before. So, you know, that relationship that was bearable now isn't bearable, you know, or the, the job that you're in that you were okay, it was okay, I could do it. Now you can't physically do it. Okay. And that is because we're kind of getting clarity where we have never had it before. Um, so have a look at what is going on in your life. Um, and if there are some major things happening, just know that it's a sign and it's a signal for you to get your house in order. Okay. It's nothing more than that. Okay. The universe is wanting you to become the fullest, highest, most healed, whole version of yourself. So to do that, we have to be, you know, a butterfly sorry, we have to be the caterpillar that comes into the butterfly. So there's the messy patch. Okay. So really be true to yourself. It's a really good idea. You can get a pen and a paper and you can write down what you have been tolerating. Okay. And actually what you want life to look like. Okay. So, and the reason I encourage you to do this, you know, you can ignore it. And that's what most of us tend to do, because as we said, we like to distract, we like to consume. But it's almost like it's better to kind of get, get on with it, get your head down and do it because there's a huge opportunity to build the life that you really desire and you'd really deserve is the other thing. So, um, again, you know, I'll give you some examples from my own life. You know, I've kind of, as I said, I've gone through a lot of my dark nights of the soul. Um, you know, I feel blessed that I've 
got my life and my house in order. But what I'm experiencing is a lot of my old stuff, my self-worth, my body shame, my body stuff. That's currently what I'm experiencing coming up. And it's like a sort of, um, it's it's like this final push uh, to get us into alignment, okay? So anything you're experiencing that isn't working or any of the shoulds, this is the other thing that we do. We should do this. We should do that. We should do that. We're doing it for other people. We, we don't want to let somebody down. I've just, uh, I recently left an organization that I was running for, you know, four, four years or so. And it was a really difficult decision, but I was, it, I was a should. It was a should for me. I should go and I don't want to let anybody down. And I was like, no, that's not how I want to play this game. You know, I, and I knew I couldn't because if we continue to do the shoulds, all that will happen is as we continue to ascend, remember the analogy of the pipe and the high pressure water, it will keep getting forced up. As more and more high energy comes, it will be harder and harder for you not to address what you need to address. So uh, I do have a 5D life audit on my website, aloise.life, and that takes you through every area of your life. So it kind of does, you know, the work for you. It does the home, the spirituality, you know, whatever it is, and it takes you through. So you can just get really clear on where you want to clean things up and tidy things up. Um, We're being asked to be true to ourselves. You know, we're being asked to heal. We are being asked to be our authentic self. Um, So again, um, you know, the other thing I've been experiencing is, you know, letting go of alcohol. And this is, you know, my journey is my journey is different. Everybody's journey is different, but I'm just sharing some examples. You know, alcohol for me has been something I've been letting go. I've been trying to tidy up my diet. Um, again, helping me move into the higher frequencies. We are, I want to talk you through now um, the kind of seven different levels that we go through from a spiritual perspective, because, you know, again, our traditional education system teaches us, you know, go to school, get a good job, have family, settle down, you know, work, 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 then retire. Okay. That would be the traditional model. Okay. What has been hidden for us from us is that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Um, And actually there are seven alchemical levels. There are seven spiritual levels of growth that we can go through as a human being and, and want to go through because you know, as we, uh, the guys who come to my, my chanting thing in the morning, we've been talking about this, you know, is we've been doing different things in the chanting sessions and we've been stretching ourselves and, and we've been growing and it's been fun. You know, it's always daunting. So well done everybody to come on this call. Cause if you haven't done a zoom call before that in itself brings up your stuff, you know, um, but we get over it. And actually, as we discover, I'll have you doing videos and lives before you know it. (laughs) But point being is you're growing into that higher aspect of yourself and growth is fun. Okay. So the different levels, um, the first level is a complete lack of awareness to anything spiritual, anything, um, any connection, you know, and personally, you know, I was there for about 28 years of my life. You know, I had no sort of spiritual connection. Um, and you, somebody might not recognize, and some people may go through their whole life not recognizing anything 
at all. And that's okay if that's what their soul chose to do. Um, but the second stage is like a remembrance. You know, it's an inkling. So those of you who uh, probably have come and done Dharma, you know, you've got that feeling that something's not quite right. You know, you have a niggle would be the way I would describe it. It's like this niggle that actually there must be more to life than this. You know, there's got to be more than we're experiencing. Um, and it can be triggered by difficult periods. So, you know, again, this dark night of the soul on the other side, that's usually where you find that people wake up. So it could be you're being made redundant. It could be you're changing cities. You know, something happens that pushes you out of your normal comfort zone. And before you know it, um, you've had an insight and an awakening. You see life in a different way. And what is happening is every single person on this planet at the moment will be, will, at some stage, because of this higher energy, will be going through these dark nights of the soul. We're having ego deaths left, right, and center. People are waking up left, right, and center with everything that is happening on this planet right now. Um, and it, is, it can be a, a difficult place. Um, but at the same time, if you've got a community, if you've got support, wow, you know, I think hopefully most of the guys who would agree who kind of woke up through the Dharma process have said, oh, it was hard, but it was so worth it, you know, because we suddenly get this new lease of life. We look at life in a different way and there's this whole new world to be experienced. So, um, usually the third stage is about investigating that, you know, it's, um, joining a chanting group, for example, it's seeing an advert online and it's thinking, oh, that sounds quite good. I'm going to go and check that out. You know, that's, you know, seeing a book or somebody, um, a book falls off the shelf. You know, lots of people have reported that to me that they suddenly wanted to read this book and then, oh, okay, that's, that's really opened me up and triggered me. So that's the third stage. And then the fourth stage is obviously you go deeper into it. So you go deeper into your spiritual exploration and study. Um, and, you know, that's where there's a huge amount of fulfillment um, available to us. You know, we start to question, we start to think, what's our purpose? What's our true reason for being here? You know, why did I come to earth? And obviously each of us have got different missions, different soul contracts, different, uh, different things that we took on before we came down here. So that spiritual exploration stage is, is very ex exciting. Um, and that's obviously one of the things we do in the Dharma Life Academy is we help you really get clear on your, your path and your purpose and help you let go of some of these shadow aspects, actually, because um, all of us have them and all of us have our ego shadow persona. Okay, so the next stage is all about developing some form of spiritual practice. Okay, this could be journaling, this could be chanting, this could be meditation, this could be walking the dog, this could be cooking. You know, people underestimate how those tasks, cooking, gardening, um, they're all spiritual practices in themselves because you're absorbed in what you're doing. Um, but at this point, you may begin to kind of have some form of spiritual connection. And I think the important thing to say here is, you know, what will be great as we come into this golden age of humanity is, you know, where I don't, I don't know, please put your hand up if you had parents that meditated or had a spiritual practice. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, 
me too. My parents didn't even know what that word meant. <laughs> but if you think about um, our kids growing up, you know, most of them will see their mum, their dad having some form of self-care practice. So, um, so that is stage five. Um, and I would really encourage everybody listening to do, just do something that resonates with you. You know, do something that you find enjoyable. And what you generally tend to find with your spiritual practice is it tends, one door opens another, is what I would say. So I started off um, not being able to meditate whatsoever, really thinking I'd never be able to meditate because my mind was too distracted and I was too distracted. Um, and then discovered transcendental meditation, which actually was a mantra meditation. So that really calmed my mind. And it was like, you know, I would call it the stabilizers on the bike. Um, and now my husband's very into Vipassana meditation. And so now I'm starting to do more of that. Um, and like anything, it's kind of when you start to look, they always say that um, the teacher appears when the student is ready. Um, you generally will find the right person or the right thing for you. So once you, uh, once you start to awaken spiritually, you know, you're much more in flow and in harmony with the universe and with that synchronistic path. I was saying, I was sharing with our chanting group today that we've been doing lots of different things in our chanting group. And every time I think, oh, we, maybe we should, you know, maybe we should change it up or do something different. I will see something online or somebody um, will hand me something or I'll read something in a book. And it's almost like I set that intention and then the universe will just give me what it is I'm waiting for or looking for. Um, so we start to become much more in tune and have that trust and faith in life effectively. So stage six is an acceptance of yourself and others. So we start to um, accept those around us for who they are um, and also start to accept ourselves. You know, most of us have been so harsh with ourselves. You know, a lot, we always say um, we wouldn't talk to a friend the way we talk to ourselves. Um, and most of us generally have been quite hard on ourselves. We're not good enough. And a lot of us run this not good enough pattern. Um, so we start to become more self-accepting of ourselves and start to love ourselves. And obviously, you know, self-love, I would definitely say, is one of the major keys to these higher energies, to the ascension process. Um, if you think, those of you who are familiar with Emoto's work, um, he studied water when you put frequencies in water and uh, you can see how they're very coherent when you have a love or high vibrational frequency. So think about, you know, us as a planet, as the planet ascends, as the higher frequencies come to earth, it's really important that we are aligned and we have that level of self-love because that reverberates through us. And also that that actually will open up a lot of our psychic gifts. And think Angie was asking about psychic gifts and capabilities. Um, and I would really recommend working on that self-love, um, working on that inner child work. That's also some really good stuff to be doing right now because that wounded inner child generally is running the show. And these are all things that we, again, do in the Dharma Life Academy. So um, the final stage is like a spiritual maturity uh, where you, I think you can be teaching at any point, but you know, that spiritual maturity is where you're more self-assured, you know, you're observing, you're not reacting. 
um, and you are totally in that flow and trust of life. Okay, any other questions, comments? Okay, I'm gonna cut, I am gonna um, open up for questions at the end, so have a think. Don't be shy. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about uh, your energy being your currency. Okay, so um, really important that you start to look after your own personal energy. When we do spiritual practice, we are drawing energy from source rather than what tends to happen is we tend to recycle energy from each other. So uh, as, you know, as human beings, we tend to go around kind of stealing energy from each other. In an ideal world, if you think about self-care, think about those periods of time where you've been really high on self-care, you've had enough sleep, you have um, done your meditation and something can happen or someone can annoy you and you handle it really well. Think about the other times where you haven't necessarily been looking after yourself so well, you're tired, you know, you're run down um, and the way we can gain energy from, from another person is actually when we get angry, we're actually then stealing energy from another person. Now, this is inadvertent and this is unconscious and we, we don't realize we're doing it. But because we are low on energy, how can we uh, generate energy? We will generate it from other people. So the way I like to look at it um, and talk about it is, you know, you just want you charge your phone every night. If you don't charge your phone, your phone runs out of battery. But we don't think of our own energy. And so imperative that you're charging your own energy with some form of spiritual practice because you want to plug into source energy. Meditation, chanting, walking, whatever it is that floats your boat. But make sure you are plugging in on a regular basis. And then think about where you're spending your energy and where you're um, spending your time. Again, you know, hopefully most of you have tuned out the mainstream media by now um, because obviously the mainstream media is very much, will drain your energy, probably the simplest way to put it. You know, and again, if you're watching the news 24 seven, um, no wonder suicide rates have gone up because it's just depressing. Uh, so. Think about it from an energy perspective. You know, if you're walking or watching TV, where, what's going to be better for my energy? Okay, nature. Very good way to recharge your batteries. So really right now, think about your energy as your currency. So what are you feeding yourself? What food are you putting in your body? What water are you putting in your body? As much as possible, try and avoid tap water, for example. You know, bottled water. I know it's a bit more expensive, but it's, uh, it's much higher quality and helps your pineal gland. And then really be honest with yourself about where you can help your energy. You know, what is it that you could be doing on a daily basis to enable you to have higher spiritual energy levels or higher energy levels, uh, full stop. Um, so the other thing I would say as well is there's so much happening on the planet right now. There's so much disclosure. There's so much coming to the surface. You know, if you think about what we described with the analogy of the water going into the pipe, all that dirt 
is coming up. So the collective shadow of the planet is coming up right now. Um, and I want you to think about how you use your energy. If you're 80% of your time watching YouTube videos, watching TV, watching, I don't know, whatever channel it might be that, about what's happening on the planet right now, you're creating your reality. Your energy creates your reality. So I am all for being informed. I, I like to be informed with what's happening, but think about 80-20. You know, 80% of your time should be on self-care, on nurturing yourself, on, energy, on your own energy, on your own life and where you want to go. We're going to get into the opportunity in a minute. Um, really important, though, that we have this 80-20 rule. You know, by all means, look at what's happening, keep informed, but don't stay plugged into the television. Don't have your phone on all, all day. You know, I want you out in nature because, you know, our thoughts create our reality. And uh, watching anything on YouTube or TV lowers our frequency. So do it, but be mindful of it. You know, and I'm talking to myself, I might hasten to add here too. <laughs> Very easy to get stuck in that rabbit, rabbit hole. So, 80-20, um, 80% self-care, 80% about uh, your own energy and how you keep that high. And then 20% um, will be on what's potentially happening at the moment. Um, and then don't forget to really work out where you want to go. Like we'll talk about this. Um, we're doing, we are doing the Dharma Life Academy in September. You know, the main purpose of the Dharma Life Academy is to help you get crystal clear on your vision and help you. We help you hold that vision. We teach you lots of tools, lots of techniques around how you can manifest and create your own reality. And now what I've just told you about Leo Aquarius, Leo Aquarius is bringing spirit into matter. Okay, heaven to earth. So we have an opportunity to build our own heavens on earth. But we can't do that if we get stuck in the rabbit hole. So just be mindful. Um, so somebody asked me about fear and procrastination. Very, very human traits is, for, is what I would say, first of all. If you're procrastinating or you're finding it difficult or you may be maybe not um, having confidence in yourself, you want to move forward, you not want to know where you, you, you know where you want to go, but you don't quite know, can't quite bring yourself to go there. I'd say, first of all, be nice to yourself because those are very, that's very normal. You know, it is difficult as a human being to motivate ourselves, especially when we've got huge amounts going on. So. Um, I would definitely say right now having a community is really important. Um, having people that are on the same wavelength as you, like, you know, we were talking about this in our chanting community in the mornings. It's just nice to come and be able to express what's going on with ourselves. If you imagine, it's really important that you've got somewhere that you can, what I, what I call empty out. We think about this energy analogy. Often what happens is life happens and we have all this stuff going on and we get full up. And, you know, it's difficult to talk to maybe our parents or our family because they don't really get where we're coming from. So find a like-minded community where you can express yourself. So every day in our chanting, we come on, we talk about what's happening in our lives, you know, and it's a way of us emptying that negativity out and keeping ourselves in a balanced place. Um, so 
We are going to be doing the Dharma Life Academy in September. I always do the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge beforehand, which is free. So you guys are more than welcome to do that. And then the uh, Follow Your Highest Excitement, sorry, the Dharma Life Academy is now a year-long monthly membership. And it will be um, starting at £47 a month. And the idea is essentially that we help you get crystal clear on what you want to do and bring that heaven on earth essentially into matter. Um, we give you the accountability. We give you a buddy. Again, you're less likely to let somebody else down than you are yourself. We're very good at letting ourselves down. I've worked that out. I've also bought millions and millions of online courses myself and not done them. So I've been always looking for ways to make sure that people get the results that I really want them to get. And the best thing I think we've, dis we've discovered is giving them each, everybody a buddy. So you get to work with different people. Um, okay, so what else did I want to talk about? Okay, so the kind of final point I'm going to come on and I'm just going to open up some, for some questions or comments or, you know, whatever is coming up for you. Um, how we hold what is happening right now on the planet makes such a difference, okay? If we are like, the world's gone crazy, everything's falling apart, you know, what the bloody hell is going on? You know, that context or that uh, reality isn't going to be very empowering, okay? Hopefully what I've shared with you this evening, that we are in this Leo Aquarius age, that we are essentially going into the golden age. If you look at the astrologers, you look at the numerologists, you know, I, I'm a bit woo-woo, but I, you know, I believe it. We, Earth has been cordoned off for ascension and we are shifting into a higher state of being. But as we have discussed, you, you have, we have to break down the old systems, you know, the corrupt Old governments, systems, far, big pharma, you name it, that stuff has to be redesigned. And so the, the timeline for this is between 20 and 24, you will see this collapse of the system effectively. You know, the narrative, we're already seeing doctors coming forward saying that what we're being told isn't correct. You know, this will continue, okay? But if you have an understanding of it, if you have, if you, okay, I'm expecting this it's much, much easier for you to cope with. And if you have a community, it's also much, much easier because you have other people that you can support you and you can lean on. So how you hold what is happening on the planet right now will make a huge difference to your world. You know, I personally, I'm like, this is actually quite exciting. You know, I appreciate that there's lots of people having you know, the dark nights of the soul and there's lots of people struggling. But for me, I'm really focusing on what is on the other side and where we're going as a collective and how, you know, money will be distributed between the whole planet and everyone will have enough money and everybody will have what they need to, you know, rather than what we've got at the moment, which is, um, you know, 1% of the planet, 2% of the planet having all of the wealth. So I think hopefully you've got a context now for what's happening on the planet. And hopefully that will um, give you some comfort that although it is crazy times, there is a good, good ending. Sorry about the doggies. Um, and also that what you're experiencing currently in your own life, you know, you might have woken up a long time ago and you might just be fine tuning stuff, but there's always room for improvement. Or you might be going through bigger life changes, but just know that they are all for the best, okay? 
really they genuinely are and and for those of you experiencing that you know the bigger life changes like they're difficult and they're hard but when you come through them you'll be a completely different person and on a, in a new space and as we said your paradigm and your world will shift and be bigger um, and there's a massive opportunity right now on the planet for us to really build the lives that we deserve but it's important that we get around people who are going the same direction as us okay so I'm going to wait for the bold person who's going to comment. Maybe I should give a prize. What do you think? Gavin. Yeah. Um, what resonated with me is what you just said about the 80-20 split. Because I have definitely, during like the last few months, been spending too much time on some YouTube videos. <laughs> and I just need to balance that out. And it's, 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 it's not, you know, it's not a really big problem, but it's definitely, you know, it's definitely needed, you know, just to get out a bit more and not get my head stuck down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So I'm glad you've reminded me of that. Yeah. Well, I was talking to myself as well. So, um, <laughs> but I think if you look at energy as a currency, your energy, where you, where you position it, where you put it, is creating your future. So if you're 80% head down in a YouTube video that's maybe like, quite you know distressing that's where you're sending your energy and your intention yeah. if you're focusing on your vision and where you're going and what you're building and being a million dollar sorry million pound portrait artist <laughs> then you're much going to get there much quicker definitely thank you oh thank you claire Hello. Hello. So you know I'll talk again. Those who know me, <laughs> they're always taught. Does it does it count though if you watch YouTube's that are about meditations? I'm really into Michael Seeley at the moment. I love him and I love Aaron Doherty, and I just adore those two. Does that count if it's about meditations, Eloise? Are we allowed? <laughs> you know the answer to that. <laughs> is, is it just meditation? <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for anything else. I'm working on trying to set this new business up, aren't I? Which I'll tell you more about when I see you in October. But yeah. Yes, good for you. Yeah, so Dr. Claire came through our Dharma program and uh, got the epiphany of what she wanted to do and create and is now out there creating it. So well done. Um, and for those of you in the Dharma group, some of you may have seen that Denise, who's our, one of our fellow Dharma um, wonderful women, you know, she is, she had her. She got really clear coming through the academy that um, she has always wanted to work and have a donkey sanctuary, would you believe? And when she was younger, you know, she grew up with horses, grew up with dogs, and it was just her passion, total passion. Um, and she never thought, you know, it was possible. I don't know. I don't know what she thought, but she came through the academy, got really clear on what she wanted to do and create and wants to, you know, work on a donkey sanctuary and move out to Corfu and be in a foreign country. And bless her, she was just about to go and lockdown happened. So she's an A&E nurse. And of course, because of what happened, there was no flights and she had to work incredibly hard. But, you know, she was such a ray of light in her hospital, really, you know, really supporting and helping other people. Um, and she's just literally flown off yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. Yes. Has she? Mm, yeah. So yeah, she's taken the bull by the horns and she's, she's gone. And, you know, and I think the moral of the story is we can 
all do that. You know, we can all build the life that we deserve. It just helps if you've got a bit of accountability and you've got people supporting you because when you have a bad day, you can come into our community and go, ah, this has happened. And we go, don't worry, <laughs> we'll pick you up and we'll carry you forward. So, excellent. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for coming. If there's anyone else has got any more questions, if not, if there's anything that resonated. Oh, somebody was asking about the stages. So I'll, I'll put the stages, Annette, into into the group still there. are you in our facebook group but i'll put the seven different stages into our facebook group for people um and thank you so much if there's anything you want to ask me about just pm me afterwards no problem i hope this was helpful i'm going to put the recording up into the group so you can listen to it again or listen to it at your leisure lovely to see some old faces lovely to get to know some new faces um, as I said, I hope you continue the journey with us in September. And yeah, rest assured, it's an exciting time to be alive. It really, really is. Okay. And just look at this, anything coming up, it's a sign, it's a signal you just need to handle. And on the other side of it is potentially a bigger version of yourself and your own heaven on earth. But thank you so much. Lovely to see you all. all. <laughs> And I really hope you enjoyed it. And PM me any questions. And it was lovely to see all your beautiful shining faces. Thank hey. you, everyone. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. And this week, I want to invite you to my Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. I'm going to be running a four-day challenge in my Facebook group. The link is in the section under the YouTube video. Please come and join us. Now is an incredible time on the planet to be building a 5D life in alignment with your soul. And it's much easier to do that with like-minded, conscious community around you. So please come and join the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. You won't regret it. It's a high vibrational community of people changing the world, doing their dharma, making a difference and living in this new 5D energy. You will be absolutely blown away with the life that you can create. If you can believe it, you can create it. Believing is seeing. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group, and also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. Thank you.